0: Well, if he's never lost a battle, and he has never lost a battle, has he? And if, if he's on our side, we can't lose, can we? No, we can't. If he's on our side, we can't. he got to be on our side. Y'all believe he can't be on our side? I found out in the Bible, some of them, he wouldn't be on their side. I want him on my side. What about y'all? I'm going to sing. Ah, say amen. amen. <laughs> I've had this on my mind. So I'm gonna get off my mind and get it on y'all's mind. Thank God for hope. wait well, don't seem like there is none. They always hope in God, ain't Anything you don't understand? Is there anything you don't understand? My word, ain't plenty I don't understand. Thank God for what I do understand, but ain't a lot I don't understand. But i believe the days coming that I'm gonna understand it all when I get there. Y'all believe that? Ah, we got questions down here, and I heard people say, "Well, when I get there, I'm gonna ask the Lord about it." think I'm going to worry about it. Said, sure. I'm going to be, so, be so glad to get there that I ain't going to worry about it. I read a thing in a Reader's Digest. This teacher was teaching the young ones the and she was teaching about animals. He got to the whale, said the whale what's the biggest animal or a fish or what animal creature in the world but said uh, but then she said a whale cannot swallow a human being there's a little girl out there I just like it yeah there's a little girl out there said a a whale swallowed uh no Jonah yeah Jonah not Noah Jonah (laughs) 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 that a whale (laughs) swallowed Jonah she said, honey, you can't believe everything you read. She said, i tell you what. I said, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask him if he got swallowed. She said, what if he don't get to heaven? He said, then you can ask him. <laughs> There's nowhere you're going. You can ask him. All right, farther along, we're going to understand it better by and by, ain't we? Thank you, Lord. I want it to be a powerful revival. Last time that man run his revival, the only time he really preached one night for us years and years ago. But uh, that was a powerful revival that man run. He wasn't a whole lot of running and hooping and hollering and shouting, but it was so powerful. I tell you, it was powerful. And that's what what it's going to take, the move of God. You know what? I like the running and all. I really like that. And I like the all that but son I like it when I see people weeping and crying out to God and God reaching out and touching their heart and convict their heart that they something wrong. And to leave here delivered. You can run you give out and still not be delivered. And I, again there's nothing wrong with running. You know, when it gets in my feet I'll take off. But um, I want God to uh, I want God sometimes just stand still. You know that, just stand still and wait on God. Let God move. You know that? I told somebody real close to me one time, every time he'd, he'd come to altar, you couldn't pray for him from shouting, and that's all right. But I told myself you just need to stand still and let God bless you. Get your mind on God and let God bless you. God can do more in a little while what we can do all our life. Mm-hmm. Tempted and
1: tried, we're off made to wonder why it should be the all the day long while there are. When death has come and taken our loved one, it leaves our home. the road. we'll understand it all by and by
0: The toils of the road will then seem as nothing. It's going to be worth it. It don't matter what we got to do. What we got to do and what we got to go through, it's going to be worth it in the end. And all them hard times are going to be forgotten. The, Jesus said, a woman, she's in the veil, has sorrow or pain. But when that child is born, she forgets about the sorrow for the joy of having a man born. So we just make it. All we got to go through down here is going to be worth it. You know what Paul called him? Y'all know what Paul went through? He went through a lot, didn't he? He was beat, thrown in prison, stoned, beat with rods. He didn't know how to be hungry and no place to lay down. He called them light afflictions, compared to what he's going to get—light afflictions, light afflictions. All right, y'all know. You think about this. Jesus said, "The things that I do, shall ye do, and greater things you're going to do than what you know what He done." Greater I mean we're gonna do greater things. That mean we can do he that mean we can do anything he done, ain't it? That means we can live by every word that we see that out of the mouth of God, ain't it? We can walk that mean we can walk like he walked with no sin. Things that i done shall you do. Now he he's never have sinned, he don't know sin. But what he is saying, we can walk just like he walked, without sin. And uh, we can live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Y'all know that? We can live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now, we've got to have every word. We, uh, we like to put stuff in categories. Well, it's all important because you send in one punch, you're guilty of all of it. You know that? Y'all awake? I hope that Benji can hear and get y'all fired up. It's more than just John three sixteen. It's more than that. More than Acts two thirty eight. And uh, they more than not commit adultery or fornication or murder and all that kind of stuff, they more to it than that. You know, uh, and we're going to talk about one tonight. We're going to talk about a situation tonight that uh, we really need. We don't need, uh, we don't need to be toting something around, you know that? Yes. Listen to me. We don't need to be toting something around that God don't want us tote tote around, it ain't God's will. We gotta lay aside every weight and the sin that's so easy to beset us. Every weight we gotta lay it aside. Because them weights, dear God, become sin, dear God. And and the thing about weights is now this what I'm talking about here ain't a weight. We're gonna talk about not any weight. But people toast this around. And this is something that we got to like I said, Jesus lived by every word. And uh, he said the things that he done, and he lived by every word because he was the word, wasn't he? And if he done it, we can do it, but it's got to be by every word. We can't leave, we can't leave something out. And some of these things, dear God, is kind of tucked down to where it don't seem to be very important, you know, but it is important. And we need to get a hold of everything, don't we? That's what, that's what the ministry is for, dear God, to let us know what we need. The, the, dear God, the big things and the small things is, is hid. Envy and strife and jealousy and all that kind of stuff. That'll send you to hell, bro Clyde. But we're going to talk about forgiveness tonight. We're going to talk about forgiveness tonight. Let's get, we're going to go to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. All right, all right. Take a sock in them young'uns' mouth over there. They'll be all right. They're getting better and better. They're yeah, a lot better than they used to be, ain't they? You wait until the Caleb's get here. That thing's going to be rotten, son. But anyway, thank God they're rotten. Ham's going through the same thing. He's going through it right now. He, he, he's just as good as he can be until I start preaching. And then it's like she's turned it on. But they, he ain't the only one that's done that. They've been a lot of, about everyone in here has done that. They get to that point in life, I reckon, to where when the preacher gets up to preach, they start. But they get better, don't they? They grow out of it. They Thank God they're growing. All right, Mark chapter 11, verse 25 and 26. All right. And when you stand praying, y'all with me? And when you stand praying, forgive. When you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any. It didn't say against your brother. But it said if you have aught against any that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Let me read one more time. And when you stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, that your Father, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, Forgive your trespasses. Read it more time. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Let's pray. Precious God, tonight again, Lord, I need you. God, I ask you, Lord, God, to help me tonight. Lord God, just take over, Lord, I pray, God. And your will be done tonight, dear God, in this service, Lord God, in this message. God, let the anointing, God, my words, Lord God, come out of my mouth, Lord God. I want the people hear, Lord God, to hear Lord God, Father, we give you all the praise, God and all the glory, for it in Jesus' precious, holy name. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated. All right. When you stand praying, forgive. If you have aught against any, now if you have aught against any, it don't matter what they've done to you. If you have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you. Your trespasses. You know what forgiving is for us? Called if, if, if we got something against somebody and we have not forgiven them, we're, we're sick. Y'all know that? This spiritual man is sick. And you towed around your God, the devil don't never let us forget it. It's there. They sometimes, day and night, especially if you see an individual, it's there. But forgiving is healing for you and for me that forgives. It may not be for the one, dear God, you had not forgived. It won't be for them. It'll be for you. Now, once you forgive them, once you forgive them, you know, you're not going to think about when you see them, boy, I like to slap them upside the head. It's going to be forgiven. And I believe when you forgive that you'll be, you'll be praying for them in a different way. God help them. God help them. But if you don't forgive, neither your Father which in heaven forgive you your trespasses. And not forgiving somebody ain't hurting nobody but us. Y'all know that? It ain't hurting nobody else. And it's something, dear God, it just, it just defiles the body. You know that? To have, have something against somebody that, uh, uh, that uh, just eats on you and eats on you, it just k- kills your body. It kills your soul. So forgiving, dear God, helps us. We're, we're, we're not necessarily doing it. We should be doing it for that. We're not necessarily doing it for the individual, dear God, that we got something against, dear God. We're doing it for us. Then once, dear God, we pray and seek God and, and be, a, be able from our heart to forgive, dear God, we're going to look at them in a different way. Now, forgiveness is what God dealt me about. 2 Timothy 2 and 17 said, and, there were, and, and their words will eat as does a canker. And that's cancer. Words will eat as does a canker. So words hurt worse than anything in the world. Y'all know that? Action, dear God, actions does actions hurt. But word, dear God, seems like it just cut to the very heart of a man or a woman. I mean, words it, and and them word your God, like we just talking about, if we don't do something about your it, God, it'll eat, us, it'll eat us, and it'll eat us, and it'll eat us, and it'll eat us. And we'll never, dear God, be able, because it's, it's wrong, it's a sin, dear God, for us not to forgive. Because Jesus said, if we don't forgive, dear God, then he is not going to forgive us. That tell me something about it. Your God is not pleasing to God. And, and, and uh, uh, words hurt. I mean, I've talked about this many times before, dear God, but words hurt. But we can let them things, dear God, we can let them things eat us, dear God, that kills us, dear God, or we can do something about it. And sometimes, dear God, it takes prayer and fasting, dear God, to overcome these things. But we got to overcome them, dear God. We can't, dear God. We cannot have something against somebody. We cannot have something against somebody and go on with God. It's going to stop us right there in our tracks if we don't do something about it. All right. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. I just said this right here. The Bible said, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And it said, looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Have you ever said, God, I, 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 got, I, tr- God, I tried. God, I tried, I tried to do this. I've said it many times, God, I've, I've, seen, I've tried, but God, I can't do it without your help. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. God, I cannot do this. We can't win this battle. Y'all remember just preaching on help? He's our help. y'all remember me preaching on that? We can't do nothing without him. We got to have him. We got to hey, God, I, I realize where I'm at. David said, I acknowledge my transgression, and my sin is ever before my face. But said, God, I can't do this on my own. God, you've got to help me do it. But, God, I know within me, not only, dear God, just, for, just not, not forgiving, other things in our life. We've got to realize, hey, God, I can't do this. Yeah. We, uh, we talked about, dear God, at the, uh, the perfect church over in Revelation, dear God. He said, because they have little strength, we can't overcome this. Yeah. But what God's help, you know, and he also said, if first be a willing mind. If it first be a willing mind, dear God, well, you know what that is? That's a man, dear God, it bound down. As a man has got, got sin in his life, or a woman has got sin in his life, but they realize, God, I got to have you. At first be a willing mind, that is accepted according to what a man has. What is that? God, I'm willing. God, I want this thing gone. God, I, do, I say it a million times, God, I don't want this on me. I don't want this on me. God, I know it ain't right. God, I, I battle this every day of my life. God, I don't want this on me. And God will help us. To, God, get rid of it. But forgiveness, that, now the Lord dealt me about this. There's something in here, dear God, that you wouldn't have done to your God. that has got things that need to forgive. Just, just forgive just forgive you. Don't do it, that God's not going to forgive you. You need to listen to this tonight. It may be, dear God, kind of under, under the cover. And every once in a while, dear God, it'll roll back and you can see it, and it'll come to mind. And you still, dear God, have not forgive. Well, God keeps a record. In fact, dear God, if you don't, you got something in your heart against somebody, that's the record, dear God, in them books just wrote down. And dear God, the only way, dear God, in books is gonna be clear, dear God, is you get forgiveness of it. And the only way you're gonna get forgiveness of it, dear God, is get, dear God, that forgiveness, dear God, in your heart for them. It's the only way. I know what I, I know I know what God's talking about. We're looking unto Jesus, the author. And the finisher, dear God, we're not the author, and we're not the finisher. The Lord is the author, and He's the finisher, dear God, of our life. Dear God, He's the author, dear God. We can't get rid of our sin, dear God. He has to get He has to forgive us for our sin. But dear God, when we get a get a heart like it needs to be, dear God, asking God to do it, God to do it. But see, we have got to get this. We have God forgive me for feeling like I feel. But, dear God, if you ask God to forgive you for feeling like you feel, dear God, you've got to get a point to stop it. You've got to have it out of your heart. Dear God, to have it out of your heart, dear God, you've got to be able to see whatever it is, the individual, dear God, that you've got all to get, dear God, you've got to see them as God sees them. I don't know that. Being like God, we just talked about, he said, Thy, "But we, we can be like him. We're not him, but we can be like him. He forgave. I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself. When he was on that cross, all of them had done that to him. Brother Clyde, he was hanging on that cross. And the last thing he said, Father, forgive them. But For they don't know what to do. He'd done forgive them. Acts 10 and 38 says, Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Oppressed and burdened and abused of power and authority. Not forgiving will only keep us burdened down. You know that? God does not look over sin. You all know that? God don't look over sin. It's there. And he'll keep nudging us. He'll keep nudging us. Dear God, if you forget it, dear God, that's the, that's the ministry's job, your God, to bring it back to your members. You know what Peter said? I will not fail to bring you into remembrance of these things, although you know them. They got to be remembered, Brother Clyde, and, and God dealt me going to Bonaphae. Coming back from Bonaphae, God dealt me a, about this. You can't go to heaven with it. And dear God, you can't get nowhere in God. You know, if we got our bit of the love of God in us, if there's something in our life that we know God's not pleased with, it's going to burden us down. We're not going to be able because faith is what moves God, and we're not going to be able to touch God because faith is what moves God. And if you love God be it, dear God, if you uh, got any love towards him whatsoever, real climb, it's going to make you feel real bad. Dear God, many times in my life, I learned going along the way. We all learn as we go. I remember one night my, my, my Myra had a fever. Dear God, I don't say this a lot of time, but I could not touch God for her. Because I was doing so, I was chewing my tobacco, dear God, and, and uh, couldn't get rid of my chewing tobacco, and, I, and it, it condemned me. And I could not touch God. I said, oh, God. Anybody else say, oh, God, if you just do it, sure, I won't do it no more. Anybody ever say that thing and get out and throw it out the window, dear God, and go to the next store and buy you another pack. You ain't going to get nowhere. God's merciful to uh, God, We had to wind up getting up and her to the hospital, but God was merciful just to keep her. But there's another time, real child, that she was like that, burning up with a fever, almost 104. And I didn't have, I, I could bow on my knees on my couch and I say, God, I don't know one thing in my life. God, I don't know of nothing. I believe you're God, a child of God that prays and fasts and seeks Him and reads your word. You're God, there's something in your life God's gonna let you know about it one way or the other. But I said, God, there's nothing in my life that I know of, nothing. And God, I don't understand why you're not doing this. God, I live for you. I trust you, God, and I did. I didn't even take medicine back then. I said, God, I trust you. God, I don't understand why you're not touching my baby. We prayed and prayed. And I told my wife, I check her temperature again, it's the same thing, going up a little bit. And I got back on my knees, and it's kind of secured me. But I said, God, if you don't do this for me, I don't know if I can ever trust you again. That's something bad to say. But I said, God, I don't know what else I can do. I said, I don't know if nothing in my life would keep you from temperature. I'm talking about having something in your life, a little thing, a little thing, like not forgiving, forgiving. And I got up from there. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up. I'm going to check her temperature one more time, and I'm carrying her to the hospital. I got up, and my wife said, it's Down, down some. Oh, Lord, I feel the Mm. at, 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 That temperature went down, 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 down to normal. Scared the far out of me. I said, oh, God. I I squalleled like a baby when I got in that bed. God, please forgive me. If I said something, I don't know. Forgive me. And God, I seen a hand. Just the planes, I see that hand right there in a dark room. He said, I was there all the time. He wants to be, Brother Frankie, God does not want something between us and him. He don't want something between us and him. And this for, not forgiving, dear God, is something God dealt me with. It's this, this one little thing, you might call it a little thing compared to a lot of other things, but this one thing will cause us to be lost. One thing will cause us to be lost. Matthew 18. Matthew 18. We're going to read a little bit here. 21 through 35. Then came Peter unto him and said, Lord, how often will thy brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Till seven times... Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven like unto a certain king which made, which took account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon one, reckon one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents. But but for as much as he had not to pay his Lord, commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshiped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him his debt. The same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. Y'all know something? When God forgave us, he forgave us all. Y'all know that? He didn't hold any of it back. If our heart, your God, was right, when we asked God to forgive us, God forgave us all. Go on down. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not but went and cast him into prison till he should pay his debt. God forgave us, and we ought to forgive others. How many times, how many times, God would get angry with the children of Israel. I mean, I, if that had been me, I would have killed every one of them. And God meant it to do a time or two if it hadn't been for Moses. He would have killed all, all of them. But he always turned. It didn't matter how bad they was. It wasn't how, how bad they was to him. He'd always forgive them. He'd always forgive them. The Lord forgave us, and we got to forgive too. Y'all know that? We got to forgive. So when this fellow servant saw that was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then the Lord, after after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because thou desirest me. Wouldest not thou have... Have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I have pity on thee. And the Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall thy heavenly Father do also to you, if ye from your heart forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. From the heart, not from here, but from the heart. We might have to go, we might need, we do need to go. If we've done, especially if we've done somebody wrong. Now, if somebody does wrong, that's what we're talking about, forgiving them. We might need to go to them and ask them to forgive us. Luke 23 and 34 said, then said, Jesus, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. It doesn't say about him. He left us an example, didn't he? That we might follow his steps. Acts 7, I'm gonna just say it right. Acts 7. 51 through 60, we're talking about Stephen, talking about forgiving. We know Stephen was a great man of God. And Stephen told them told just what the Lord wanted him to tell them. And they were so angry with him, they snatched on him with their teeth. And they took him out and stoned him to death. And while they were stoning him to death, he lifted up his eyes and said, Lord, said, said, uh, lay not this sin to their charge. You know something, really a child of God, but I'm ta- talking about a child of God. We're gonna face these things, and God, God t- teach, God taught me these years, and but we're gonna face persecution. We're gonna pa- face things that come our way. We're gonna do that. We're gonna suffer while we're here. We're gonna suffer. Dear God, and and and, the, and in, I believe the book of Peter said, arm your, la- arm yourself likewise, with the same mind. Because Christ suffered, he said, "Arm yourself, likewise, with the same mind." Why? Saying, "We're going to suffer too." But God showed me something quite a way back, way back. That if I can look at a human being like He looks at them, I can look beyond their faults. Y'all hear me? Now we talk about doing the things that He done. Now Jesus would rebuke them and everything else, but he looked beyond their faults and seemed, dear God, somebody that he died for. That Satan, dear God, is trying to destroy, and Satan using that individual, dear God, trying to destroy you. All right. Not only, not only, one thing, not only we need to forgive. But what we really, too, need to do, we really don't have need to have, we don't have to, we don't need to have to go before our Father and say, God, forgive me for doing that person like that. We don't need to do that. We don't have to do that. Y'all know that? Jesus didn't do it. Now, they got mad with him because he told them the truth. The truth is what he told them. The truth will set you free, but the truth also will cause you to get killed, too. I say, you tell a lie on somebody, dear God, and they'll, they'll life it off and go on, but you start telling the truth on them, they're going to kill you. James 3 and 2 says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able to bridle the whole body. Let me read that again. Y'all want to get his flesh under control? I, I want his flesh under control. We've got to have it under control. And, 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 and having it under control again, dear God will make us forgive. Having this flesh under control of God to make us forgive, and having this flesh under control of God to make us not open our mouth and hurt somebody we ought not to hurt. Y'all know that? Because see, the only thing only, uh, all this I'm talking about, the only one that's getting hurting is you and me. It ain't hurting nobody else. You might offend them, dear God, and, and hurt their feelings and stuff like that, but really you're not hurting them, dear God, you're hurting your own self. If anything, a child of God needs to do is to watch his mouth, because if we can control our mouth, the same is a perfect man or woman, and able to bridle the whole body, at bridle the whole body, or keep you dear God in a place where dear God you say, "I'm sorry, God help me, not to have feelings I ought not to have towards that person." God, I realize, God, I realize where it come from. God, it didn't come from the part that you created. Your God, it come from the part your God, where they allowed Satan to come in and take over and use them against me. Pray for them. We ought to pray for our enemies. You know that? Uh, one of these preachers was preaching here one night. Your God, and he got on praying for your enemies. And you know what it done? It A light come on. You know, you know something Other, I think about them, but I wasn't praying for them. I not I didn't hate them or have anything to get them, but I wasn't praying for them. Somebody got. Somebody had to pray for me when I was in that world. Somebody. I believe Dallas Henderson prayed for me. I know Sister Sister Bird did, and Brother Bird did. I know they did. Others were was, was they were praying. All right. It says in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man and able to brow the whole body. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue amongst our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is is set on fire of hell. If we don't control it, on with God's help. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. words that come out of our mouth, ain't that something? The words that come out of our mouth can either bring life or it can bring death. If it brings life, it comes from God. If it brings death, it comes from the devil. But see, it's our choice. A man, a not in words, the same is a perfect man and able to bridle the whole body. And this tongue, dear God, I also said, I can't argue. I can't argue. I get more I argue the matter I get So I, got, I can't argue. I I, and I, when, when we realize, dear God, there's something, dear God, that caused us to, to get this tongue doing things that ought not to do. We ought to, or to fight not to do it. Y'all know that? Because I'm going to tell you again, this flesh might feel, boy, I won this year. Boy, I, I, I told him just what, them just what they, I thought of them, and uh, I, I won this battle. No, you lost it. You lost it. The flesh, any time, and, and that's what my life message, any time the flesh wins, the spirit loses. Y'all know that? Forgiveness. We've got to forgive. Proverbs 18 and 19, I'm about through. I think I am. Yeah. Proverbs 18 and 19 said, a listen right here, a brother offended is harder to win than a strong city. And their contention are like the bars of a castle. It's almost impossible to take a strong city, ain't it? And said, after you offend them, you got about one half percent to ever win them again once you offend them they their contention. You know what that is, dear God? You don't, don't mess with me. I don't want nothing to do with you. If you offend them, dear God, if you offend somebody, dear God, you're a child of God, and everybody knows you're a child of God, and you, you offend somebody. Not the Word of God offend them, but you offend somebody. What do you think that person's going to do? They won't nothing to do with do you. They might have watched your life all this time and said, that's a child of God right there. And then you offend them, dear God, you would never be able to win them. And then they got to forgive you. Everybody say praise the Lord. It's almost impossible to break through the anger and the hurt they got, don't it? And I got to note that it it is almost impossible to break through their anger and hurt. They are going to have a battle. If they try a battle with their flesh to forgive, just like we have a battle sometimes to forgive. Hurt. Words cut, yeah, I mean, you can get your back beaten all the hard. you've got a day or two, you might be sore, but, but you're kind of forgetting over it. But words cut, and it cut. And seem seems like it's cut so deep, dear God, it takes a long time to heal. Matthew 18, Matthew 18, 6 and 7. I got one more and we're going to go. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must need be that offenses come. But woe to that man or woman by whom the offenses come. It's always a payday, ain't they? Y'all know that? Now, this is kind of strong. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones, Which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. God don't forget, you know that? What is a sin? That's a cause of sin, too. What do you think going to happen to somebody that convinces somebody? That the church world out there, if they could, they'd convince everybody in this house that what we, and I just, I teach on it. I teach the Word of God, and that's what we've got to live by, the Word of God. And I teach it right out of the Bible. Right out of the Bible, I teach it. But yeah, they, if they could, they'd turn everybody in here a different way, if they could. And I teach it right about, and brother. Frankie, I try to teach everything, just like it's part of this right here, forgiveness. God lets me know what we need. He lets me know what we need. He lets these other preachers know what we need. And God ain't going to, if we pray and seek God like we ought to, ain't no one on in, in his house that's going to be able to say, Lord, I didn't know that. No, in here, ain't going to. Do we ain't done our job. But there's something that's above everything else. 1 Corinthians 13 one through 8 said, and y'all know what that is. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. And what did Jesus say? Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Pray for them that spitefully use you and persecute you. That you might be the children of your Father which is in heaven. Said, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and have all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Charity suffers long and is kind. Y'all listen to that. Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity boneth not itself. Is not puffed up does not behave itself unseemly, and that's rudely, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never fails. Never fails. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you've been hurt real bad, I realize, and God realized this, it can be happened just like that. I had to pray one time. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I said, God, I can't tote this. I could not get rid of it. I mean, I just said, well, you didn't want to. Well, I wanted to. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. And I was coming back. I was coming back from Dothan, and I was praying. Tears went running down my face. And God just helped me. God just helped me. I mean, right right then, God helped me to see something. It's to see this individual. See him, And see, that's a soul that was dying and going to hell. There's some changes. Somebody didn't pray for him. But since angel God, I, God helped me to forgive. I've never had no more hard feelings or nothing about it. God helped me to forgive. Sometimes it ain't your God while you stand praying, ask God God forgive me about this, and then you still fight it when you get home. We just keep on, keep on fighting it. I say, don't never give up. Don't never give up. After a while, I don't never give up. after a while, God will help you. It's God's strength that does it anyway. It ain't our strength, it's God's strength. And, and, and there's a purpose in everything. There's a pur- purpose in everything. Everything that comes God's people's way is a purpose in it. God's got a purpose. And all things still work together for good to them that love God. That do not mean, dear God, we don't go through the hell on this earth, dear God, that people go through. But all things work together. We may not see it working good, but God is working for our good. It, we may have to go through hell to make us pray and fast and pray and fast, but that's for our good. That's for our good. God wants us, God wants us to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And what is the work of the Lord? Jesus said the work of the Lord is to believe on him who he has sent. Believe on him for everything. God, you're going to bring me through this. God, you're going to help me. God, you know in my heart I don't want this. And God, you're going to help me. And I'm going to just hold on, God, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to try my best, dear God, to do what you'd have me to do. And then when God does it, because if God don't do it, we can't do it. Y'all know that? If God don't help us, we cannot do it, and we need God's help. Let's stand. Friday night, I'm looking forward to revival. I am looking forward to revival. I ain't heard, Brother Nams, last like time I talked about it. By the, to him about his son he said there's still tears